Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Made in New England interview series, where we talk with New England-based companies and the people who lead them. I'm your host, Steve DeVries, and today I'm joined by Cliff Bird of Vidar Corporation, based in Portsmouth. Cliff, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Steve. It's great to be here. All right. So, Cliff, maybe you could uh, kick us off with a little bit of background about yourself, as well as the business, Vidar, that you're operating. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so I came out of the military, uh, was in special operations uh, for 12 years, originally came up here for another venture, uh, Juliet Marine Systems, that uh, I met with uh, the founder uh, when I was actually in the military, getting out of the military. So it kind of drew me to this area and the project. We had a project over on Portsmouth Naval Shipyard. Uh, and then I went into big corporate world for a while, um, L3 Har L3 formerly, and then L3 Harris when uh, they merged, uh, and then decided to start my own thing. So started Vidar um, out of that, and Vidar is uh, Old Norse mythology, means wide ruling, uh, and, that, and that was kind of my background from the Navy, uh, and so we kind of, we adopted that, and we were doing a lot of uh, distribution and sourcing uh, for DOD. Um, several different contracts uh, needed, a lot of kidding uh, for customers, uh, putting things together, warehousing for them, and then distribution from there. At the same time, uh, we're developing some products, kind of in my background in, in optics, night vision. Uh, we're uh, taking on a SOCOM customer to develop some new product for. Wow. So you have a lot going on, and, and your business is been active for over three years now yeah over three years and growing originally it was uh myself and one employee took on that and then have grown into uh 10 employees now and uh trying to diversify out and looking at the commercial market as well for products in the future and then trying to grow inside of dod itself well so i mean your business or industry i should say you know being in in military here in new england that's obviously a huge industry, but could you tell us a little bit more about what's driven your success in that industry to this point? Yeah, I think a lot of it is just problem solving, right? Everybody says it, but can you do it, right? Can you actually listen to your customer, see what their pain points are and uh, deliver a solution? I always look at, so, you know, being a distributor or a sourcing company, smaller margin, right? I'm not making the product myself, but can I source it, make a, a profit, but really solve a big problem, right? And then I believe uh, in doing that, I get bigger and bigger problems, but you make more margin, right? And you you do more with that, right? So um, that's kind of our philosophy. That's what we've done. I come from a background in, in SOCOM where it's like, just get the job done. And so that's what I believe in, right? Can we just get the job done, uh, make a profit, employ people, and then look at solving bigger and bigger problems as it goes? So as your company's grown, there's, you know, you've, you've obviously had to look at your business critically at different points in time. Are there any particular metrics that you use that our, our listeners might find interesting in terms of operating a business like yours? Yeah, I, I, we really look at our margins, right? Because we're a smaller company and we're really focused on margin, but not trying to, you know, gouge the customer as well, right? And pay for our services and really watching that with your KPIs and really what you measure inside the business are key to grow it, right? So 
we look at that and then customer satisfaction all the time. So we follow up uh, with our customers on every delivery, uh, you know, from the warehouse to the actual fulfillment center uh, and what they want, what they saw and how we delivered it. So really trying to focus on what the things we, we've done right uh, and the things we're doing wrong and fix those right away. Being a small company, you could do that. Uh, and then really look at how to actually perform and, uh, and, and give customer satisfaction in the day. I think, I mean, defense has gotten so big, right? And you're talking about $800 billion, right? That companies are, there's billion dollar companies everywhere, right? And those are the majority of, of large and defense companies in the US, right? But I think small agile companies that can fill a niche inside defense, there's, there's good business there. Uh, to fill a customer need and really take care of it. So and that's that's kind of where we're going to and where we're at right now. Then we're trying to get more and more niched into, you know, the the warehousing, classified material and everything else with some of the State Department and three-letter agencies and doing other stuff like that where it's even a smaller niche and trying to get more in there in, in, in those departments more. So as a small business that's, working in the defense industry how do you navigate all of the all of the hoops that have to be jumped through you know with with some of these larger contractors i mean i have a client small manufacturing company and i see it as such a huge challenge for them how do you deal with that i like know what you know and depend on your relationships right like i think everybody wants to create more business all the time that everybody tries to go outside their lanes. And that's great for future business if you're talking three to five years, but especially in defense, everybody has to rely on you, right? Everybody's job is relying on you. They're taking a risk on you, everything else that is really keyed on in relationship, right? And that you could point to those former successes that you've had to key on to new adventures, right? And what you're trying to do, is it a new program office? Is it a new you know, contracting officer or whatever it is? to actually key on those successes and keep your network, I always say, small and growing. I think when when you try to take on too much and try to broaden out and where you spend your time, especially in a small business, you can't do that, right? Um, and really key into your your key customers and, and satisfying them. I, I think originally when I started out, I, I had these big goals. So I'm going to go here, here, and there. I'm like, no, let's not do that. After a while, it's like, I'm just going to follow this lane and see where it goes. Okay. So this might be a segue into my next question, but um, because at this point, I'm usually asking my guests what excites them about the future, right? And I know you said you're you're starting to get into night vision technology. So what was it like going from a service-based sourcing and and kidding-focused business to now being a product development business? And is is that really exciting you for the future? It is just, I, I love that customer, right? And when, when I was in, I was I wouldn't say I was a techie, but I always loved um, product, right? And how it enabled us to do our job. Um, and with that background, I always look at future tech and how it actually gives benefit, not technology for technology's sake, but what does it actually do? What benefit does it actually bring on the battlefield and what guys are trying to do? And that really excites me, right? How do you take that next step? How do you take that next edge? How do you keep it low cost too, right? Like how can you innovate with a smaller budget and actually give benefit to the government without being one of the big primes, right? I'm not a billion dollar company, 
And I really don't want to be a billion dollar company because you get stifled and you become slow, right? To a degree, right? And depending on how your management structure is and everything. But I'm really excited about Innovate for the customer. No matter if it's product or if it's sourcing or anything else, like what can you key in on on how to do it differently than what's been done in the past and how everybody else does it? So then on the flip side, right? What concerns yeah. you about the future for Vidar? Yeah, the big primes, right? Like everybody uh, in industry, they're, they're, they're huge numbers, you know, moving around. And it's it's hard sometimes to be a small prime, especially when you're looking at bigger contracts or other things you could do or long-term, you know, IDIQ contracts and how to, how to bid for those and then stay relevant in the space, right? It's, it's, you got to be patient, right? Like you have to be patient in defense and it's not going to happen overnight, right? I think, you know, in our society today, especially in business, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur to a degree and everybody thinks it's going to be somewhat quick, but you get in here and it's, you know, a five to 10 year, you know, trudge along the road, right? The path, whatever you're going to take instead of being like turn and burn. It's just not that way. So that's, I mean, those are some things that that worry me, especially with employees and trying to grow it as the, a founder trying to create that future and where we're going and what we're doing and, and give them what they need to go do that. All right. So you're a New England-based business. You're in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. What, uh, what impact has being in New England been to your business, pros or cons? Yeah, no, I, I think... Uh, being so close to the defense base up here, um, there's so many large primes that have have that here. And the, the engineering talent that is up in this area, there's just a tremendous opportunity for that, right? Engineering, uh, talent, all the universities here, interns, but we've keyed in on some of, uh, in, in our short history, I think that's a huge benefit for all the universities and all the talent in the area uh, in New England. Um, I, I call it the defense corridor up here, right? Like when I first got out of the military, that's what it was, right? We would go from industry partner to industry partner, um, seeing kind of what they're doing and what projects we're working on with them and everything else. So, I mean, that's a that's a huge staple of this, you know, community in this area. All right. So, you know, as someone who's served in the military, and I'll say thank you very much for your service. I appreciate it. I appreciate the men and women of our military and what you do. Uh, there's a lot of them out there that would love to have a successful business like yours. So what advice would you give to aspiring business leaders and maybe in particular, uh, those people coming from the military that want to be part of that industry? Yeah, I would really key in on uh, what what problem can you solve, right? Like, what's out there? What problem can you solve? How do you get it started with with uh, not a lot of cash up front or cited even as a side job and kind of get it going? Look at other talent you're going to need for that, uh, and then and then build your company based off that solving a problem. Don't look at I would say new tech so much or like how I'm going to change the industry. But try to solve a problem and then just at least get started. I wish I would have got started earlier um, coming out of the military, actually, and looked in some of those other programs you have for transitioning people um, when you're getting out of the military and really key on and entrepreneurship and, and you know, founding a company. But I think there's all, all kinds of new things out there to do that. 
Amazing. Well, Cliff Bird of Vidar, you've been a fantastic guest. I really appreciate you coming on today. And um, any last words of, of advice or wisdom for our listeners out there? Uh, love New England, right? Uh, this area, if you haven't been to New England, the Lakes region uh, in the in the summers is totally awesome. Come visit. Don't stay. Uh, but uh, we love it. We love it up here. Uh, and then the mountains, I, I can't, I'm originally from the West Coast, California. You know, grew up an uh, hour and a half from Heavenly, up at Tahoe and everything else. But I think we've got a really good piece of the pie in the country up here in New England. Enjoy it. It's great for family. It's great for industry. I think it's just a good area to be in. Couldn't agree more, Cliff. Uh, once again, Cliff Bird from Vidar. Thanks again for being on today. And thank you to everybody who's watching and listening out there. We appreciate you. And we will... See you again soon. Have a great day.